So here's what we've got going on. We do have a first responders breakfast. It's our very first first responders breakfast. If you are a first responder, come out here, scramblers, and you are going to get breakfast bought for you. That because of the good folks here at Scramblers also. Pyramid Roofing and Barker's Frame and Collision. Another announcement to make. Monday. Uh, 8 o'clock, right? 8 o'clock. Which, now that I think about it, I've got to do some maneuvering. I'm saying this out loud, Sarah, so you can hear it. I think I may have triple booked <laughs> something on Monday. I know. I'll fix it. Uh, we are going to be announcing the next Great Escape Monday at 8. And it will be open to the public 24 hours after that. Um, prior to that, if you have gone on a previous Great Escape, you can go ahead. It's one of the benefits of going on a Great Escape with us, and that is the ability to go ahead and, and get your name in because it has every year sold out. And so you are guaranteed the ability to get on that list. And so that, when we, we announce it on Monday at 8 o'clock, um, is something that... If you've been on a past trip, you can go ahead and sign up for it. And then by 8 or 8.30 the next morning, uh, those of you who have not been on one will get to sign up. But where and when? Well, that's what we're going to talk about. I will say this also. You know, we have over time, we've switched people that arranged the trips. We've switched companies out of necessity. Uh, the first switch that we made, many of you, if you've gone on the trips, you, you know Cam. Everyone just absolutely, you know, Cam just was fantastic she really became part of our ksgf community and then she retired because she the company she had worked for she she did specifically group trips and then COVID happened and group trips weren't happening and so she had retired and and so we you know switched different people different companies and the trips went on uh, but she had come out of retirement so cam is once again uh, the, 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 the person who is setting everything up. And, and I mentioned that because I know I saw, in fact, some of the comments, uh, wait, Cam is in the Cam? Cam is back? Uh, so I know that that is very meaningful to a lot of you. And she is the one who will be joining us on Monday after the 8 o'clock news in order to announce and unveil the next great escape. Now the latest news update. Good morning, I'm Color 10 and Fox 49's Jesse Inman. Green County deputies say a man went to his old co-worker's home and fired 14 shots into a vehicle this week. It happened Monday night in southwestern Green County. Authorities say the suspect, Antoine Altman, called the victims an hour before the shooting, letting them know he knew where they lived. Deputies say Altman later admitted to firing the shots, saying the people inside owed him money. A bench trial begins today for a Greene County man charged in connection to a non-fatal shooting at a Springfield home. Court documents say Elijah Ballard choked a woman when an argument escalated. After leaving the home, he got into another altercation where he shot a man. 
That victim suffered minor injuries. Ballard has been charged with domestic assault and armed criminal action. From Color 10 and Fox 49, I'm Jesse Inman. I'm meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Uh, shower storms likely through midday. Then sunshine today, high of 68. Clouds tonight, 48. 58 tomorrow and a high on Sunday of 56. I want to go ahead and jump to traffic and then just qu- take a quick break so we can uh, start off strong with Tom Martz on this First Responders Breakfast Day at Scramblers. I'm Nick Lee. I'm going to tell you about my friends over at Beatles Property Maintenance. First things first, Beatles is spelled B-E-A-D-L-E-S, and they specialize in home repairs and maintenance. And not only that, but if you own rental properties and you are looking for somebody to help you out with those home repairs and maintenance that can pop up with your rental properties, Beatles Property Maintenance also offers a maintenance program. Now, they can help you out with everything from plumbing, electrical, drywall, windows, doors, and trims. They can even help you install appliances and do crawl space and attic repairs and even mold remediation. So they can make those rental properties uh, just move in ready and give you a little bit of peace of mind so you don't have to worry about those repairs that will pop up during um, a, a tenant's stay in your rental property. Now, if you want more information on the maintenance program that Beatles Property Maintenance offers, highly recommend that you go to BeatlesPM.com. And of course, you can find all of the contact information for Bruce and the Beatles property maintenance team under the Sarah's endorsements tab at ksgf.com. Hey, Tom Martz. Hey, fun fact of the day. I hope it's fun. Volkswagen sells more sausages than cars. Sold under Volkswagen original parts, the currywurst has been available for 45 years now. Now, when they say more, I'm. Uh, my assumption is they mean number of, not revenue-wise. Well, I would imagine. I don't know how they sell them by the case or right. by individuals, but yeah, I could see if we're talking about a a sausage, whatever you call that. So, thing. what's the name? What's the? Is it that the company or is that the? No, it says Volkswagen, the the car manufacturer company, actually sells more sausages yeah, than it does but cars. What, but what? Currywurst Currywurst. is the name of the sausage. Oh, that's the name of the sausage. Now I want to look this up. And while you're doing that, today is National Train Your Brain Day. Oh. When was the last time you really exercised your mind? Most of us fall into comfortable cycles where we don't have to strain our brains too much. National Train Your Brain Day encourages, encourages us all to break out of this cycle, if only for a day, and give our brains a challenge. I am fully aware of way too many people who should participate in this National Train Your Brain Day. And it's also, for the ladies, National No Bra Day. Ooh, it, what's it? Is it supposed to bring attention National to National No Bra Day encourages women worldwide to ditch their bras for a day to raise awareness of breast cancer. Okay. You can also participate by scheduling a breast exam with your doctor and donating to one of the many breast cancer charities. Okay. So However, it has been cause. shown that men also can get yeah, that's breast absolutely cancer. absolutely true, yeah. So what do they take off? Do they shave their chest and throw the hair around because they don't have a bra? That's pretty disgusting to think about. (laughs) And because we're in Friday the 13th, we have a quote of the day during the facts of the day. 
Okay. Quote of the day is, everybody has a creative potential, and from the moment you can express this creative potential, you can start changing the world. That is by Paulo Colio, who is a Brazilian lyricist. Okay. And Margaret Thatcher was born on this day in 1925. Nero began his reign as Roman emperor at the age of 16 as his predecessor Claudius died from suspicious circumstances. Dun, 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 54 A.D. Charles Messier discovered the Whirlpool Galaxy in 1773. And since that time frame, washing clothes has never been the same. That's right. We have Whirlpool washer and dryer, in fact. I have Samsung, but I've had Cook's appliances come out and work on them. Ah. See? And Philip, if Philip still works at Cook's Appliances, that dude knows his... They are, it's one of the things that I really like, because a a backstory here, the last time I bought an appliance, a refrigerator, and it was not a cheap one, I bought one, I thought, well, because it's going to last a long time, boy, was I wrong, and the place that I bought it from, it was a place that was seen not as a big box store and you know they you have the warranties and so forth well when i come they're like well we don't actually work on them well that's pretty standard so they gave me the name of a couple different places because i I asked them well do you recommend anyone and so they're like well this you know so anyway it never did get fixed they they did come out six or seven different times and it still doesn't work properly but yeah cook's appliances they have their own it is old school just exactly like you remember it back when you say, remember when they used to do it right? And that's, and it's not, you don't go in and have this real fancy showroom floor that you're paying for. It is about the appliances and they know all about them. I've been in those situations too, where you go to a big box store and the, they have, you know, there's no point in asking any questions whatsoever. But, well, there's a QR code, you know, just snap that and it'll tell you. But over there at Cook, uh, they know all about them. They work on them themselves. Uh, yeah, so I hear you. I'm with you. Now, as a person who works in the water treatment industry, if you don't have the availability of a any type of water treatment equipment, let's say you live in an apartment and have a washer and dryer, they actually do sell a very cool, self-contained it's basically a water softener that hooks up to your wa- okay. the cold water side, and then it feeds the cold water over into the cold water and hot water on the wash machine because it allows for the soft water to be in the wash machine. It allows for your clothes to last longer, and it also allows for your wash machine to last longer, and they have them at Cook's Appliances, and those things are really cool. They have ice makers, too. I've been yes, thinking they about do. getting one of those really nice <laughs> ones. Not, not just those little countertop ones. How, why do we start talking about Cook's Appliances? Well, because Charles Messier discovered the Whirlpool Galaxy. Oh, that's right. Galaxy and you joked about God. Okay, there we go. Okay. In 1792. I need to do those mental exercises you were talking about. I can't. I, why are we talking? How do we start this? Uh, just wait till we get to the Samsung Galaxy. <laughs> The cornerstone of the White House was laid today, marking the first day of construction in 1792. In 1845, the citizens of Texas accepted the new Constitution and approved the annexation ordinance. 
The Republic of Texas applied to become part of the United States in 1845 when it declared independence from the Republic of Mexico. Its application was rejected after negotiating. The U.S. Congress offered a resolution that Texas accepted. And in 1860, James Wallace Black took the USA's first aerial photo in Boston from a hot air balloon. Margaret Simmons became the first woman to speak at British Parliament in 1908. The gas mask was patented on today's date in 1914 by Garrett Morgan. The American drama film All About Eve, starring Betty Davis, premiered in the U.S. 1950. It won the Best Picture Award in 1951. Today's date, 1960, the U.S. government began its trade embargo against Cuba. 1983, cellular mobile phone service was made available to the American public for the first time. Mm. What year? 1983. That's when they had the cell phones in suitcases. Yeah. I remember as a kid, my dad had one I remember the brick. Yep. I had one of those for the longest time. My dad had one. In 2010, all 33 miners trapped after a mining accident Mm. in Chile. That was back in 2010? Yeah, were rescued after being stuck underground for 69 days. They were stuck 296.6 feet under the surface, and it cost $20 million for the rescue mission. I'm I'm thinking of a different one. What was that? There was a water cave or something. Wasn't there one a few years ago that may not have been Chile? There was another one with kids that had to be rescued a couple years ago, yeah. In 2012, the painting called Abstrix by Gerald Richter sold for a record $34 million. Now we've got the the, uh, paintings of Hunter Biden. Oh, yeah. Now that's a true artist. Break this record. That is a true artist there. In 2016, the American singer-songwriter Bob Dylan posthumously won a Nobel Prize in Literature. And last but not least, in 2018, a 115,000-year-old human bones found in Poland turned out to be a Neanderthal child who was eaten by a giant bird. (laughs) Wow. Oh, them pterodactyls. That's it for that. You, you mentioned Cuba there, and um, Cuba always reminds me of one of the first times in my life as I you know, was interested in politics and, and sort of as a young person ended up on one side and just thought, well, whatever they say is right, and you know, so forth, and and. Uh, and and started really paying attention to okay, well, what works, what and, and contradictions and so forth. <clears throat> and Cuba always reminds me of the time that I remember a discussion about embargo on Cuba because this goes back and forth as to you know embargoes and and I don't even know if it was really a hot topic at the time, but there it was whether it was a class or whatever, this discussion about the idea behind the embargo was to not reward 
a non-democratic government, right? They're communists, and we don't want that. Essentially, by doing business there and allowing them business to be done there, you're supporting a tyrannical regime of communism. And then I remember... You mean the, like the one that we have here in the United States? Yeah, well, and yeah. But then I remember at the same time, this may have been, it had to be during the Clinton years, the discussion about trade and, and doing business with China and how the way to get China to become a democratic society was to introduce it to the democratic and free ideals of capitalism. And I remember thinking, but wait a minute, that's the exact opposite approach that we're taking with Cuba. We're told with Cuba we can't do business with them because that rewards communism. But with China, not only can we, but we're supposed to because that is supposed to lead them away from a tyrannical government. And that's I, I just remember that moment of, wait a minute, as a young person realizing that there are these vast contradictions and of course the reality is because there's a lot more money to be made in china than cuba which I was is gonna say, know, it's, it's, it's all about yeah it's economics tom arts with us more in moments from scramblers our our uh, first responder breakfast uh, first responders get free breakfast this morning thanks to pyramid roofing and barker's frame and collision and scramblers i'm nick reed we got about three, four minutes before we get updated on the latest traffic here from the Scramblers, Tom Marks. Yeah, I think your uh, great escape yeah? should be to Cuba. So there was this... Bring dis- back cigars. Yeah, all right. And Cubans, like on Seinfeld. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when, I, I want to say it was during the Obama era, they lifted certain restrictions so that American tourists could go there. Because I remember Dee Wampler having this conversation. He had gone over there. I don't know if it was for that purpose or it was some sort of, as an attorney. Uh, in that capacity, he was there. But um, Cam, we, who handles handled our great escapes and is once again out of retirement, so she's handling this upcoming great escape. Um, she Because I, I had talked with her about it, and she was, and I didn't know this, that you know the the travel restrictions when it comes to Cuba. They, they aren't like on Cuba; they're more on the United States because people from Europe go vacation there all the time. The beaches are beautiful and everything. And what I learned is that even now, or at the time when Americans were told, "Okay, you can go over there and visit or whatever," it's not like tourists from France who go over there and get to just do what you do when you're on vacation and wander around and visit shops, go to the beaches. You have escorts everywhere you go. You don't. You do not go anywhere unless you are escorted by Cuban officials, um, which, of course, takes some of the vacation fun out of it. But still, for some people, might be interesting. Well, see, I think what the uh, Cuba ought to do is they ought to get in contact with the NSA so they can figure out how to create a surveillance state like we have here in the United States. Sure, yeah. That way they wouldn't need to actually escort people they could just monitor their cell phone signals and well, monitor their yeah. facebook posts for and con- instagram and those types of things for a country that we as a country have such restrictions on based on the lack of civil liberties there it is remarkable over the last couple of years of how many tactics we've realized that we use that they too use surveillance of citizens but remember when those were conspiracy theories oh yes right yes i know <laughs> conspiracy theories um, the the surveillance of individuals, the uh, the 
targeting of people who are publicly outspoken against the regime, the, the treating criminals different based on uh, ideologies and so forth. And, yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty remarkable. I, the, I was watching what you do to political opposition and imprison them or attempt to. Yesterday I was watching an interview with uh, Edward Snowden. He was he was the, the keynote speaker at some event, but he was on the screen. He wasn't there. And one of the one of the students got up and had asked a question, and it was specific to the Trump administration. But the funny thing was, is this guy who's asking the questions going to law school? He is a minority, and he's framing the question as if Trump is guilty of X, Y, Z. And uh, Snowden's response was, "Well, if if you look at the proper perspective, a they misused the FISA courts." Right. You know, they 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 created sure. they created a narrative that well, in reality lied. has been found to be factually yeah. inaccurate at this point, but nothing has occurred with them. And he he went on to play a uh, James Clapper was mm. in front of Congress yeah. back in uh, I think yeah. it was during perjuring Obama himself. or something. Yeah, yeah, perjuring himself on how it is that no, they do not surveil individual people here in the United States. Not now. Not never. Right. Not not before. And he's been shown to be a liar, right. and he's still walking around. Oh, sure. Matter of fact, he's himself. on news media uh, yes, as an expert. Is, yeah, because he was allowed any time any of those people on the left perjure themselves before Congress, they are allowed to come back and what, uh, what is it like uh, correct their testimony? I think is the terminology. Which wouldn't that be awesome as a U.S. citizen? If you get you're found to commit perjury, you're just allowed to come back after you're after you're caught. And say, oh, I correct my testimony. It sure would be nice to to uh, live the life of of the elite like that. I a few years ago there was an NPR story about uh, how Cuba was allowing a little more freedom uh, for their baseball team to travel outside of Cuba. They they for the longest time didn't want that to happen at all. Fear of of players not coming back and that that has been shown to happen yeah yeah it absolutely has and and so they decided to free it up and so this whole npr piece <clears throat> was just you know talking about how this is potential step in the right direction and more freedom and so forth but they tagged the end of it with noting that despite this progress and these steps in the right direction the government still whenever the players play outside the country and you know that they are still required to send back to the government a cut of their pay and i thought do you not realize that's what we call income tax i mean they were describing an income tax but it it was in the context of well but still there's some real oppressive aspects of being a cuban so the big guy gets his cut yeah he gets yeah right legally or otherwise tom art's with us continuing on we got the uh, the first responders breakfast going on our first one for first responders thanks to pyramid roofing and barker's frame and collision and scramblers i'm nick reed sarah myers thank you i want to tell you about avis the car rental company and their long-term rental program now avis they created this long-term rental program to bridge the gap between buying a vehicle and leasing a vehicle and now this program it is really good if you are in the market to purchase a new vehicle soon but you are wanting to do kind of a longer test drive before you make that commitment it's also really good if you are a person who likes to lease your vehicles but you are wanting more flexibility and finally it's also really good if you are a business owner Owner looking to add to your fleet of vehicles. Now, Avis, the car rental company, for their long-term rental programs, they have everything.
everything from Kia Sorentos, Nissan Altimas, Chevy Trailblazers, Toyota 4Runners, Kia K5s, and Chevy Bolt EVs. So they really do have something for every lifestyle and every season as well. Now, if you want more information on the long-term rental program, highly recommend that you take a trip to the Avis store. It's located here in Springfield off of Fort and Sunshine. Speak to Lauren. And, of course, you can find all of the contact information for Avis under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at KSGF.com. Tom Arts with us this morning at Scramblers. Hey, let's talk sovereign immunity. Well, of course. Matter of fact, let's call it what it really was, <laughs> which was crown immunity. Oh, okay. It was a legal doctrine whereby a sovereign or state cannot commit a legal wrong. And it it is immune from civil suit or criminal prosecution, strictly speaking in modern text, in its own courts. State immunity is a similar, stronger doctrine. In the United States, let's see, it was derived from British common law doctrine based on the idea that the king could never be wrong. In the United States, sovereign immunity typically applies to the federal government and state governments, but not to municipalities. Federal and state governments have the ability to waive, they have the ability Mm. to waive their sovereign immunity. Under the doctrine of state sovereign immunity, a state cannot be sued in federal and or state court without its consent. Now, who controls the state? Well, theoretically, the people. I mean, this is how we ended up with that law known as Roe v. Wade that was never a law because of the no type deal. Now, the Supreme Court has held immunity derives not from the 11th Amendment, but from the structure of the original Constitution itself. State governments are not immune from lawsuits brought against them by other states or the federal government. So... I have been, there's a developing story here, and it's something okay. that will, it's going to take Re- several episodes to follow okay. because I haven't completely researched it, but there is a school district up by the St. Louis area right. who there was a student who was playing this game in gym class called mat ball. Have you ever heard of it? I don't think so. Mat ball is kind of similar to kickball. Okay. Except you can have multiple people on the bases. Okay. So you've got a home base, you've mm-hmm. got a place where you got like a pitcher's mound, and right. you've got first, second, and third. Okay. From my understanding of the conversation that I had with this individual, either second base was a mat hanging on the gym wall. Okay. Which, which would I'm, make sense. I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay? I, yeah. So this individual is running from first base to second base. Now, I don't know if he tripped whether he ended up running over top of the ball, whether the ball knocked him into the wall, or maybe he was running too fast and couldn't stop, slip. I don't know. I haven't got that part yet. So I'm keeping an open mind Mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. But this kid ends up going to the hospital. He had a concussion, according to other students who responded to the accident that occurred because of, Apparently, the gym teacher who was responsible for this activity either was not in the gym when it occurred or that he was off, you know, out in the off court, dinking around with the computer or not occupied with what the students were doing. Cell phone, maybe. 
So this individual ends up having to go to the hospital, which I got pictures of this individual on my phone, and I'll share you share the okay. pictures with you. But they were concussed. According to the the parent, the school called them up and said that he had a nosebleed. Well, by the time Which she is technically probably true, yeah, but but by the time she got there, there was a whole lot more blood than just a nosebleed. Right. And the students pointed out to her that he he was knocked out. But it wasn't the gym teacher. It wasn't school authorities. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, now it's to the point where the school authorities are trying to use this sovereign immunity to say, well, we're not at fault for this. We had the mat hanging on the wall. Therefore, we've taken away the dangerous application of yeah. us being responsible for your child's industry. And uh, I mean, that would be like, you know, a kid on a baseball team at a high school and getting hit with a fastball and then trying to sue the school for negligence. Mm-hmm. Well, I can understand the application of sovereign immunity in some cases. Right. Kind of like yeah. if you if you hit a pothole and tear the front of your car off, once the municipality or once the highway department is warned that this hole exists, they should not have the availability to proclaim sovereign right. immunity. Well, we didn't know about yeah, it. Yeah, so I guess it's a matter of maybe not even so much in the technical legal term, but negligence. I mean, like, you know, is it something that these things happen? This is an acceptable risk. Or is it something that was a setup that was ripe for an accident that they should have known better? Well, see, you would and think if you I guess that's what we're, you're looking to find out over time. If, if you're the gym teacher, you are, you are physically, A, I think you should be physically there. You're the one who's responsible well, sure, right, for right. those students. You should not be off in the corner of the room playing on a computer, playing on a phone, yeah. or doing whatever it was that... Of course, also, and this is you know what I'm sure we'll find out over time, would what happened have still have happened even if he had been watching? It, it very well could. Right, That's yeah. why I'm leaving an right, open exactly, mind, because yeah. I have not seen, nor do I know if I'll ever get to see... How did you get hooked into this anyway? Because somebody asked me about what I know about changing laws. Okay, got it. Of which I, I have participated in the process of getting some verbiage changed in laws, and I've participated in actually adding verbiage to laws to make it so that the people get to express their liberties and their freedoms a little bit better. And, and the more I delve into this, I, I've got this... You know, I, I, I think I do a really good job of the National Mind Day of trying to work my way around you know, a I discussion. Think you do too, yeah. So I'm not willing to say that, okay, the school's at fault for this. Because right. I was a I was a teenager once well, myself. Sure. And, and and there was a point in time where I was waiting for the school bus and it was cold outside, so I was down underneath where the the heat vent came out of the uh-huh. out oh of yeah the school. that was the best place to be in winter and and we had those old school metal crank windows that cranked yes, down right well the bus came and I stood up forgetting about that window and I ripped a huge chunk right. out of the side of my head which was like seventeen stitches well that's not the school's fault right so I can understand that concept of some sovereign immunity. Yeah. When uh, I was in, I guess it was my freshman year, and I was in, I think we called it, well, it was choir, 
and uh, it was it had dance to it because I was one of the cool kids, and we were doing rehearsing the dance for Under the Sea, Little Mermaid, and Kiki Kaufman had. Uh, shoes on that were like the leather shoes that had the lace that weaved in and out the base and at each entry and exit was a little brass ring you know on shoes common and it had slid off and she had when we were doing kicks or whatever her she had accidentally kicked my shin well that brass ring sliced my shin and i had to go get stitches but that also it you know it's like well that's not the school's fault that's you know so you're right there are instances like that when and i still have that scar to this day thank you kiki kaufman (laughs) (laughs) uh but um you know, there, yeah, there are things that occur that it's not really, it's not even anyone's fault. Sometimes accidents do happen. It's just, it's life. Uh, and no one was negligent in it. And so I guess we'll see with that case. But but what I find, what I find r- rather unique about this, though, is that the state itself gets to exempt itself. Oh, right, yeah. And, it, the, and the school districts <laughs> get to yeah. exempt themselves. It's convenient. From what they believe. I don't get to exempt All myself. Right. However, that is... You know, you always hear that, oh, you got to watch those people. They're the sovereign citizens of the movement. Well, they're exempting themselves mm-hmm. from criminal negligence because just like the government, they have proclaimed yeah, that they yeah. are never wrong. Right, yeah. No, that's interesting, particularly when it comes to people that uh, refuse to pay income taxes because they, you know, they just claim that the law, that, and people view them as being kooks because they think that they're outside the law, yet here... You have these government entities that are. And, and we never gave them that permission to proclaim that they have, they're they exempt from lawsuits. Mm-hmm. Ever. we got Tom Martz here this morning. It is our very first first responders breakfast out here at Scramblers. Until 9 o'clock, thanks to Scramblers Pyramid Roofing and Barker Frame and Collision, first responders get free breakfast. I'm Nick Reedmorn. Coming up. Okay. Oh, man, I was... Oh, here, I wanted to read to you a couple uh, things that people who, like me, had garage experts completely transform their garage. Tammy said, excellent service from design to completion. Our garage is now clean and organized. One of our best home improvements. You know, I've read Tammy's review, and in response to it, a couple of people have reached out. and They said, now, who is that company that cleans your garage No, no, and organizes it? That's not what they do. Now, by default that occurs because when you have your flooring done and customized storage you do got to get everything out of there and i mean i ended up getting rid of 80 percent of the crap i had in my garage but it's the difference between teaching a man to fish versus fishing for him they create the environment when it comes to the customized storage that allows you to keep it organized and that's designing it based on the usage of your garage not the space not just the aesthetics but how do you use your garage what do you use it for and that along with the flooring creates these complete transformations in fact side everett said of garage experts our garage looks so nice we might start hosting our family parties in the garage now and he's not the first to say that garage experts under nick's endorsements ksgf.com tom arts what do you want to talk about? <laughs> that was the weirdest look. You... <laughs> oh, here, I, let me read this to you. I thought you'd appreciate this. There is an article. Since it's Friday the 13th, right, I'm giving yeah. you the last part of the show. Oh, okay, great. So you can quiz me and do okay. whatever you want. 
Well, there were, I, I didn't get a chance to get to it, but I had printed off this article. I think it was the, the Washington Post had this entire article about the the human uh, uh, atrocity aspect of pumpkin spice. Because you know this time of year, like pumpkin spice. And it's a big thing. You know, thing. everything and, and, is now pumpkin spice. Oh, I know. They've I, got coffee. They've got popcorn. Oh, yeah, yeah, they've yeah, got yes, tea. Everything. They've got... Yep, absolutely. And I like pumpkin already. I always have, but I'm not one of these. I'm if not, they ever make pumpkin spice hot chocolate, I'm going on strike. Oh, you know that they have. You know, I'm sure they do. They have to have. I tell you what I like as much, if not more, that I think is underrated is eggnog. Oh, I love eggnog. I love the flavor of eggnog. Anyhow, Put a little pumpkin spice in it. Anyhow... So there's this character trait that people on the left tend to have, and that is to pretty much, like if they see people just in life enjoying something, they have to figure out what's wrong with it. That's just their go-to instinct. They're the Debbie Downer. And they did this entire expose on, like back in the 1500s or something, I, I forget, but the roots of some like nutmeg wars or something and all the people that were killed because of it. I'm like, only the left could manage to take something like pumpkin spice, which, again, I mean, a lot of people get annoyed by the fact that it's so prevalent and people make a big deal of it, but then somehow tie it to violation of human rights. This story, though, Did I you thought know was that fun- you could snort nutmeg. I guess you can And supposedly anything. it is supposed to make, it's supposed to have its cocaine or heroin-like principles to it. Oh. It seems like it'd be more all-natural. Yeah, you think, yeah. well, cocaine's natural. Yeah, but is it, do they still have to do something to it, to, like from... I don't know. I've I don't never know taken a teaspoonful and snorted it up my wow. nose. See. Never been involved in the manufacturing. But I I like this story from Fox News. These Halloween candies are the worst for your teeth, according to dentists. And so they break them down into categories under five types of Halloween candy to avoid. Okay, so these are five types. Hard candies. Hard, as in H-A-R-D, hard. Yes, hard candy. Sticky or gummy candies. Sour candies. Sugar-free candies. And chewy candies. So what's left? That's a very good question. I was like, they hit every single, like, here are candies to avoid at all costs. And they, like, list every one. Yummy ones. (laughs) Ones that look pretty. Yeah. Hard, soft, chewy, gummy, sour, and sugar-free. Well, what they want you to do is to do apples, celery, carrots, broccoli. Now, they do um, list what... They say are safer, I suppose, which is candy. Just go away. Lay Wait a minute. After you listed those know, five, there's no I'm, more left you that you can yeah. say are safe. I know because, you know, so they stick your gummy. Okay. Chocolate. I guess that. That's powder. Okay. Yeah, they forgot powder. Well, and they powdered candies specifically listed Smarties, which is kind of a powdered but in a compact form. Yogurt covered raisins, but okay, now you're just going outside of No, that's not that's not candy. Yogurt covered raisins are not candy. Well, but you could do candy nuts, apples. Nuts. Andy's now has candied apples. Yeah, but I could see them no, because that's hard though. The candied part on the outside is hard for candied apples. Well yeah, caramel, but chocolate sticky. Chocolate is, are, is both hard and soft. 
Nuts. Nuts aren't candy. No, they're not. Uh, mini packs of popcorn and sugar-free gum. But sugar-free gum is chewy. Yeah, but it's not candy. <laughs> but they're not sugar-free. Well, I know. Listen, I'm just telling you. There, these people are out. People that are out to ruin everything. Sometimes the the rules don't apply to them. Well, they talk to experts. Duh. Experts. So that means that you you can't question it. Well, I'm I'm the I'm the Grinch on the block. I don't do Halloween. Oh, you don't? No, I don't. Really? I don't do Any particular reason? Just... Because a, I'm generally I'm the one that gets stuck handing out the candy, oh, okay. even though I'm right. not the one that wants to participate. Uh huh. So there was the year that that uh, I think it was during the Obama administration that we did do candy, and I swore up and down if any kid came to my front door dressed as Obama, I was going to take the candy out of his bag and give it to the rest of the sure, kids. right. Yeah. That were standing equity. there on the equity. This is right. an equitable Halloween. <laughs> That, that would be a great lesson for kids. Uh, I have a number of them come like, this is an equitable Halloween, which is appropriate because equity is a nightmare. And, the oh, you got four kids, and then you take all their bags, empty them all into one, and then give them all just a handful out of that, and then you keep the rest. Yeah, because then you can, as, as your own government, you can proclaim sovereign immunity. Right. Absolutely you can. Tom Hart, it's always a great pleasure, Have sir. Have a good weekend, man. All right, you do the same. Thank you so much. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. Right, Steve Scalise has dropped out of the race for speaker, and there's a lot of misunderstanding as to what's going on. In fact, I saw an actual news headline that said, Steve Scalise elected speaker of the House. No. What they did is a nomination process behind closed doors where they had Republicans vote. They had uh, Scalise. They had uh, Jordan give their pitch. And then they voted, all right, who do we want to nominate? Whose name do we want to be put forth in the House to vote? Scalise won that. But what they also apparently recognize is that there weren't enough Republicans to support him to where it was going to be a relatively easy process and perhaps just long and drawn out. And so he, I, I, I suspect that it's as simple as he's like, well, clearly I'm not going to get this thing because there are holdouts that just aren't going to give. And so he's out, which leaves Jim Jordan and who knows uh, who else might end up throwing their hat in the ring. Tom Martz, he is waving his hand, so we will consider that his official declaration. Official declaration. Live from Scramblers coming up. We got news. 60 seconds. I'm Nick Reed.